11. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And my name is Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily uh, to look at it and see ourselves. Fire. Joseph narrative is hard. It's, <laughs> it's hard. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so good. Bro, God is in control of every realm of existence. He's mm. not just, yo, like in the ancient Near East, this regional guy. Right. But he's not just operating in the physical realm. Bro. Right. And so Genesis 41 is going to give us a little insight into that. So remember last time we talked about my man Joseph, father's favorite, brother's most hated. Right, <laughs> right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, wise, integral, godly. Yeah. However, he is innocent, right? Doesn't do anything wrong in this text and still suffers that which is unjust, bro. Right. And... My man Pharaoh starts to have these dreams, and the cupbearer is the one who recommends Joseph, right. not the baker. Right. The baker was supposed to recommend him. He doesn't, dies, but the cupbearer's like, yo, it's this cat, bro. He really different with it. Two years later, though. Years, though. So he's still in there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's these years, and so there's two things, right? One is um, God is merciful. Yeah, yeah in giving Pharaoh this stuff beforehand, right? Mm. So so often when we come to the Bible, when we look for things or, and and we like look for uh, what it tells us about us, we overlook all of these gems that they're dropping about what God is like. God didn't have to tell Pharaoh. Bro. God could have just let them starve. But yeah. what God is going to do is he's being merciful, telling Pharaoh, well, this, we serve a God who's merciful and gracious, not just to his people or those that believe that he's God, but even to foreigners who would put themselves up on a pedestal and would claim a sense of divine authority. God's going to be yeah. kind to them, right? We serve a merciful, merciful God. It's dope because it's like, bro, like you said, Pharaohs in Egypt were considered to be gods. Right, right. So for right. him not to be able to interpret his own dream says like, no, no, no. The God of the Bible is the God of history. Right. Jesus. Like it's only one of us. Yep. So on top of that, like you said, oh no, it was a it was gracious of God right. to give Pharaoh the dream. Right. But it was also uh, it also shows God's control that Joseph was even in prison. Right. Because if he wasn't there, it wouldn't have been a way to interpret. Right. Right. So we just see God again behind the scenes. When he sees most silent, he's most at work, bro. Yep. Yeah. So he's like, oh, snap. I forgot this dude. Uh, man, he was the one that got me out. And he told me to look out and I forgot about him. But here, <laughs> yo, Pharaoh, go to him. There's this dude. I'm telling you, he's nice with it. Give him all your dreams, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, I keep starting to run from people. What does that mean? Right? Yeah. I'm flying in my dreams. What does that mean? Ask him. So they pull him out. Yep. Terprets. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joseph changes. Mm. And it's subtle. That's good. When Joseph was at the bottom of the cell, yeah. Joseph's like, yo, when you get out, tell him what I did for you. Mm. Pharaoh comes and That's says, good, yo, bro. I heard that you can do this stuff. And he says, nah, nah, wait, 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 wait. Let me keep it clear. Yeah, it's not about me. Scott. I can't do it. Mm. God can. Mm. And here's what I love, right? Joseph was concerned just about getting out of jail. God was concerned about something different. That's good. So when Joseph tells him what to do, and then Joseph gives him advice on what should be done, Joseph's not posturing 
saying, yo, I hope he'll choose me. Yeah. He's saying, yo, this is what needs to be done. And I believe that he fully expects mm-hmm. to go right back into the jail cell. Mm. And Pharaoh's like, yo, who can we get that's wise enough to do all that? Joseph, what about you? Mm-hmm. Right. And so we see this prison to the palace. Yep. Prison to the palace. Yep. Slavery to royalty. Suffering to glory. Mm. Humiliation to exaltation. Yeah. What happens in Joseph's life right. is the pattern of redemption. That is how God works throughout the Bible and throughout history. And that's what's going to happen in the life of Christ. Right. Yeah. He's going to suffer, then he's going to go to glory. Yeah. Joseph. Oh, go ahead. Quick, quick. Joseph just has plans to get out, but God has bigger plans for him. Mm. And the pathway of those bigger plans is different, right? And it's like this, bro. Mm. Trees grow as tall as their roots are deep. That's good. Sometimes God sinks us in affliction, mm. not to drown us, but to root us root in us. the humility that will keep us grounded good, when he yeah. elevates us for his purposes. Mm. That's and fire. I think that we see that in Prison of the Palace. Yeah. Prison to the Palace. Yeah. Tough. Bro, what I realized is that God tells the best stories. <laughs> right, 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 right. So in 42, yeah. text gives us this crazy story. Yeah. Now the famine is not just in Egypt. It's stick at Canaan too. Right, right, right. So Israel... Yep. sends Jacob, he sends his sons right. to Egypt. And what this uh, 42 is going to mirror, it's going to mirror Joseph's story earlier. Right. right. So remember, Joseph went to Egypt and he was falsely accused in Egypt. Right. Israel's sons are going to come to Egypt yep. and be falsely accused in Egypt. Right. Not only that, but several, several of the brothers are going to have this silver, right, in right. their bags when Joseph sends them off, that they acquire in Egypt. But remember, remember, they had silver in their bags when they left the first time, right? right? When they sold their brother off. And so it's just like this crazy kind of parallel in these stories. But yeah, they pull up on Joseph and they're like, bro, they can't recognize him, right? And so even here too, it's like, um, the text is going to say that Joseph basically recognizes them and remembers their deeds. Right. But they're going to remember their deeds, but not recognize Joseph. Right, right, So right. when they get there, they're like, man, God punishing us. I yeah. know we shouldn't have did that to our brother. Yeah. But you just see how the roles are now reversed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now they need Joseph when Joseph at first needed them. Yeah. Yeah. And so the story goes back and forth. I mean, we see how it all plays out all the way up until the end where mm-hmm. Joseph says, I bring down your brother. And they all go home, and, and they're, they're like, like, "No, no, I'm gonna keep, uh, I'm gonna keep your other brother. Yeah, let yeah, me keep I'm him keep as collateral, him. just in case y'all <laughs> right. don't think y'all want to come back. <laughs> I'm gonna keep Simeon, bring back Benny." <laughs> so they go back with with all the grain, and Jacob's like, "Nah, nah, nah, it's not gonna happen." Yeah. So he literally leaves them out there, and yeah. then all the grain runs out. And he's like, "Yo, man, we ain't got no bread. I right, y'all go." Yep. And basically, yeah, Judah comes back in. And remember, we haven't seen Judah yep. since the right since the abuse of power and authority with mm-hmm. Tamar. We haven't seen Judah since um, he was the one that said, "Yo, let's mm-hmm. not kill Joseph. Let's sell him and make uh, some bread off him." Right now, we see him, and at the end of chapter forty-four, Judah's changed, and yeah. what we see is this: Judah. 
the one who formerly sold his brother out of self-interest now is willing to be a substitute mm. for his younger brother. Mm. He's willing to say, no, listen, I do not want him on the hook, so I'm willing to put my life on the hook as a ransom of sorts for his life, right? And we have to remember, right? It, right, Christ is going to come through the line of Judah. So even in this way, Judah is foreshadowing mm-hmm. what Jesus Christ is going to do for the younger brother. Bro, that's so good because it's like, ah, it's, it's so good. It's so much. But yeah, like like you said, the the change in Judah right. is dope, man. Um, One of the things that I think Ju- uh, Genesis is showing us yeah. over, over and over um, is the depths of sin mm. right the mm-hmm. depths how deep sin really runs mm. in people yeah but i also think it's showing us how deeply people can change bro. right yeah and yeah. you see that bro and i'm sure you know that as a pastor man <sighs> yeah but um i think you see that in judah like you said he is now you know like saying like yo i'm gonna be the substitute bro like right. if I, if we don't come back oh it's on me right you know and like you said yeah, yeah. jesus exemplifies oh, that yeah, it's Perfectly. the amazing change that takes place when people meet uh, and experience and are captivated by the grace of God. And the dope thing mm. is, is that the story's not over. It's just getting to the climax mm. at the end of what we're getting ready to go through uh, today, man. But, you know, this reading encouraged me so much just to be reminded that, you know, God is in control. And when yeah. we feel like we're drowning in the depths of our affliction when we feel like we're being buried alive yeah we have to remember that nah god is just yeah growing our root system deep Mm. so that when he brings us to the place that he has us we have the humility to turn it all towards him right to give him all of the glory yeah let's pray yeah father we ask that um as we see you work in our lives, we pray that we would give you the glory. And when we even have the opportunity to look back, I pray that we would see your fingerprints all over our story. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.